0: Hello and welcome to today's special episode of The Conservative Crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in. Our guest today is a farmer and a small business owner who decided to run against the incumbent governor of Ohio to take his seat. Uh, Joe Blystone is joining us now. Mr. Blystone, thanks for joining me here on The Conservative Crusader.
1: Well, thank you, uh, Josh. Thanks uh, for the opportunity to uh, get the word out there. I
0: really appreciate you joining us. And I'll let you start by taking some time to introduce yourself and your campaign.
1: Well, my name is Joe Blystone. I'm a farmer. Uh, I've never been a politician. Uh, actually, it was never on my bucket list to uh, jump into any kind of uh, uh, political seat. Uh, but uh, we see the demise of not only our country and our state, but uh, society in general uh, going uh, going woke, as you uh, as you know, um, and uh, I've decided that, you know, we, we all sit around and we complain. We don't get involved in politics uh, because we've been too passive. Uh, we sit on the sideline and don't get involved, and it's time to get involved. It's time to stand up for what's right, what's godly, uh, and we need to fight for families again, and we need to uh, make sure that we're propping up our, our Constitution Um, which uh, I believe many in Columbus and or Washington, they have uh, they have pretty much uh, forgotten what our constitutional rights are. And uh, it's time we wake them up and uh, uh, make them uh, do their job that uh, they were hired to do.
0: I completely agree uh, with everything you said there. So uh, you you mentioned Columbus and Washington. Uh, What did the current governor do that drove you to the point that you decided to primary him?
1: You know uh, I, I, I run a business on on the farm. Uh, we run a cow calf to a feedlot operation uh, also uh, managing uh, a uh, packing house, uh, retail butcher shop bakery restaurant and an event center on the farm. I employ a little over 70 people on uh, our farm there in Canal Winchester and uh, when when our gov- governor governor uh, currently, uh, pick basic, basically picks winners, picks losers when it comes to running a business and take care care of your family. Uh, you know, they came in and said, well, uh, uh, Joe, you need to shut down your restaurant for, uh, eight weeks while the Wally world that is uh, two miles down the street from me, uh, stayed open and had record profits. You know, that's just wrong. Uh, That's uh, directly against our constitutional rights. Uh, We our our rights, uh, God given, uh, gives us the right to work, take care of our families. And uh, he he took that away from us. And I'm just not going to have that nonsense.
0: I agree. I'm completely fed up with the wine, um, as you are, obviously, or else he wouldn't have ran. Uh, So there are three other candidates in this race, not including you. Uh, What makes you the best candidate out of the out of the four of you? Uh, To serve as governor.
1: Well, first and foremost, uh, I'm uh, I'm a constitutional conservative. Uh, I believe the uh, Republican Party has uh, uh, lost the definition of uh, conservatism. Um, I believe the uh, the GOP uh, central committee uh, here in this state it it needs to implode on itself. Uh, They're not working for uh, the people anymore. Uh, they are status quo. Um, it's like a, it's like a, a, a good old boys club that you scratch my back, I scratch yours, and and they have left the people on the sideline. Uh, we need to uh, wake them up and uh, and just uh, remind them that they're working for the people, and if they're not going to do that, we're going to fire them. Um, also, I've I've never been in politics, so. Uh, and I'm not looking for a career in politics. I'm looking to go to Columbus, break the whole system in half, and make it work for the people again. I, I'm not looking to s- be part of the status quo, um, and that's that's uh, probably the biggest thing about me. I, I, I'm not looking to be part of the club. Uh, I always say, if nobody hates you, you're probably not getting anything done worth doing. Uh, so we will uh, we'll wear that badge with pride. Um, And we're going to go in there and we're going to be a representative of the people.
0: I completely agree. And you kind of introduced my next question there, which is what are your thoughts on the Ohio Republican Party Central Committee? If you want to expand on that a little more, you can or or if not.
1: You know, uh, I, I think I pretty much answered that, uh, you know, I don't even like to be called a Republican. Although I'm running on the Republican ticket, uh, I label myself as a constitutional conservative. So uh, we that's what we need to get back to. Uh, uh, the Constitution is the law of the land. Let's prop that up. Uh, it's non-negotiable. Um, and we just need to uh, uh, run our community and our states per that law, the the law of the land.
0: You're You're absolutely right. Um, So so there were debates by the Ohio Debate Commission that for three of the four statewide races when the primaries uh, and you've kind of talked about this on social media. But why was there not a Republican debate sanctioned by the Ohio Debate Commission uh, between you and your three competitors?
1: Well, uh, to put it bluntly, uh, my competitors are all cowards. Uh, I was the only one who talked to the uh, debate commission, uh, Mrs. Jill Simon. I'm the only one that emailed and said, I'm ready to go. Sign me up. And, uh, the, 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 rest of my, uh, uh, opponents, uh, ran away like chickens. Um, you know, I believe that, uh, if you're not willing to get out in front of the people and, uh, work and, uh, for their support and answer the hard questions and be transparent, I believe that should just right up front disqualify you from, uh, holding this seat. Uh, so that's that again, that's the difference between myself and my opponents. I'm willing to take the hard questions. I'm willing to be transparent. And people will know when they vote for Joe Blystone to be their representative. Uh, they know what they're getting, uh, because I, I, I won't answer any of these questions.
0: All right. I thank you. And, and I agree. I, I was kind of surprised when I saw that just disappear from the website. I'm like, There's not a Republican debate. I was looking forward to it. Um, so how do you react? This is kind of a, a more uh, partisan issue between you and Jim Rennacy rather than uh, DeWine. Jim Renacci likes to say he's running against DeWine is him versus DeWine, but you're beating Renacci in most polling that I'm seeing. How do you react when Renacci just excludes you from everything? And it just doesn't, he doesn't seem to mention you.
1: You know, uh, we're not worrying about, uh, Jim Renacci. Uh, you know, he's running his race. Uh, we're running ours. Uh, ours, it, ours is built on the platform of truth, truth and honesty and an integrity. Um, uh, Jim Renacy's platform is on and uh, built on lies and deception and smoke and mirrors. Uh, you know he's a typical politician. He's more of Dewine 2.0. I'm going to tell you whatever it is that you want to uh, want to know um, that will make you happy because I want your vote. That's what he's going to do. Um, we see that he he tells one group of people one thing and then he goes across the street and tells another group of people something just directly off. Opposite, uh, But he again, it's 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 lies and deception. And and that's the kind of guy he is. Uh, so the people have to decide uh, they need to do their uh, appropriate research. They need to go back and look at these uh, uh, the voting record of uh, Jim Renese. And, and you'll find out that his his conservative vote um, is actually worse than DeWine's conservative vote. Uh, so, uh, it's all, it's all in the research. It's all black and white. Uh, uh, they just need to do their, their, uh, uh their prior and proper, uh, research.
0: Yeah, I agree. Jim Renese, he, he, he's, I'm pretty skeptical about him. So I appreciate you laying it out like you have. Uh, so president Trump is coming to Ohio. He's coming to Delaware County on the 23rd. And I believe just based on what he's been doing with his rallies that an endorsement in this race might be coming soon. Uh, Do you think President Trump will choose to endorse you? And do you need his endorsement to win?
1: You know, um, we don't know what President Trump's going to do. Um, We uh, obviously we would accept his endorsement if he would like to give it. I do not uh, believe he will endorse. Well, we know we he won't endorse DeWine and we have uh, back information that he will not endorse Renacy either. So. Um, whether he's going to uh, step out and, and and put forth that endorsement, we're we we're are not really sure. Um, but I don't believe uh, I, I believe we can win this regardless. Uh, you know, we've been on the road for over a year now, um, talking to people, shaking hands, uh, answering the hard questions, and that's that's basically what you need to do to win a race.
0: All right. Thank you. And I agree. I mean, people say President Trump's the one and only thing you need. But no, you need the support of the voters. He's not even registered to vote in Ohio. So I I appreciate that answer. Uh, so this is more into policy. We're going from politics to policy. Uh, a lot of Ohioans are wondering why you didn't receive an Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom rating card, as all other candidates in your race did. They released a statement saying you never replied to their survey. Was this intentional? And what is your stance on medical freedom and House Bill 248?
1: So everybody knows uh, across the state where I stand for medical freedom. You know when they, when they, when my opponents were double masking, and then uh, during interviews they were telling everybody that they uh, received the shot. Uh, what was Joe Blystone doing? Well, Joe Blystone was hel- holding, uh, hosting uh, uh, Ohio Freedom uh, uh, Health events on my farm. Um, we had, uh, we were hosting people like uh, uh, Judy. Mikovits and uh, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, so we were involved with the, uh, the uh, health freedom uh, uh, before I ever decided to jump into uh, this race. Uh, so the the proof is in action. The proof is not in uh, uh Lip service. And that's what the other folks are giving lip service. Um, I've been fighting for health freedom before before this race. So uh, people know where I stand on this. Do I support HB 248? Absolutely. I do. I think that should have been passed uh, a year ago. Uh, But our legislators uh, dropped the ball. They did not get it out of health committee, which they should have. And, you know, we need people uh, to hold these uh, legislators accountable. And uh, if they're not going to represent the the voice of the people, they need fired. Um, And that's that's my two cents on that. As far as uh, uh, this particular health freedom group, you know, if uh, uh, I I just don't believe uh, that uh, my – uh answering their survey um is going to help my stance on uh where where I stand on health freedom in this state. Uh, I have dealt with that particular group uh, a little bit, and every time I do, uh, they have a narrative that they push, and basically, they've smeared me over and over again, and I'm just, uh, if, if I answer them, I give legitimacy to their organization, and I'm just, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, you know what, if, if, if you want to be a bipartisan uh, health freedom organization, and you want to treat everybody fairly, um, I'll participate. But if you're going to go out there and you're going to smear one and smear the other, uh, I'm not going to participate with your rhetoric. Um, and I believe the truth is out there. People know where I stand, and that's all that matters.
0: All right. Thank you. I know I saw a lot of questions online about that, so I wanted to, to get that answer. So now more into the actual governor position. If you are elected, what will you do on day one as governor?
1: So day one, uh, obviously, uh, we're probably going to be still uh, dealing with the uh, health mandates of, uh, you know, people losing their their jobs because of the jab and whatnot. Uh, So, uh, you know, using our Ohio Constitution, Article one, Section 21 of the Ohio Constitution, it says that. The government here cannot uh, mandate you to participate in uh, healthcare program, healthcare services, and I believe that uh, boils down to uh, ch- taking a jab, putting on a mask. Oh, so, so uh, using that Article One, I will write an executive order that no no government, no private business, no school can mandate any anything regarding mask or and or jabs uh, to either receive their services. Uh, hold a job, uh, that sort of thing.
0: All right. Thank you. I completely agree with that, that planned executive order. And I was just kind of curious with, if you weren't going to do it via executive order, you're facing a very establishment Republican party in the General Assembly. We have a supermajority, but we don't use it. How will you work with the establishment and the General Assembly to get your agenda passed?
1: So uh, basically I'm going to use the bully pulpit. Uh, and that's what President Trump did. You know, these uh, these representatives in Columbus, uh, there's nobody to hold their feet to the fire. Uh, Many folks in their uh, their particular districts, uh, they don't know what their representative is negotiating in Columbus. They don't even most most don't. They're not even aware of how the system even works. So, using the bully pulpit, I will. Uh, I, if 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 you live in Delaware, Ohio, uh, basically, I'm just going to uh, let you know if your if your representative is faltering, uh, uh, putting up a roadblock of good legislation being passed. Um, I'm going to let you know in your particular community that way you can hold your representative accountable. Um, which uh, that's there. There's none of that going on at the particular moment
0: all right thank you because i i know i've seen states like florida being able to do a thousand times more than we can and they don't even have a supermajority. so i was kind of wondering your stance on that so i appreciate that Uh, what are your thoughts on the deal between the state of ohio and the tech company intel for their licking county chip
1: factory um yeah well obviously jobs are good but what did that uh what did that business cost us uh, to be brought here to Ohio? Well, somewhere around $20 billion. Um, will, will it uh, be positive for the local community? Absolutely. But uh, if you live up here where I am currently, I'm sitting here uh, in Finley, do you think it's going to bring anything to the Finley area? Absolutely not. Uh, so, But these people are still, from uh, through taxes, are going to pay uh, for that business to be here in Ohio. So what? Uh, you know, we need to change policy, uh, uh, through, uh, taxation. Uh, we need to make it uh, business tax friendlier in this state. Uh, currently we rank 45th and that's just not cutting it. Uh, we need to make sure that, uh, we're training youngsters uh, coming out of high school. Uh, minimal requirements, whether it's communication skills or math skills, uh, that they're ready to go into uh, these types of uh, manufacturing uh, 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 scenarios. And again, we fail at that. Many kids coming out of high school can't do basic math, adding, subtracting, division, uh, nor they can uh, count change or read an analog clock. Uh, if you take a take their uh, phone away from them they're just lost um so we need we need more children that uh, are coming out of high school prepared for uh life in general uh not to uh live in their parents basement until they're 30 i mean this just makes no sense anymore Uh, So we have a lot of work here to do, but uh, we need to change policy basically to uh, get more businesses into Ohio uh, and not just prop up these uh, big conglomerates that cost the taxpayers billions of dollars.
0: All right. Thank you. I agree. And you kind of mentioned getting these companies back into Ohio. Uh, Do you have any more specific plans you can go into about getting these manufacturing jobs back in Ohio that were shipped overseas?
1: I mean, truly, uh, to to get any business into Ohio, we need we need skilled training. We need youngsters uh, right out of high school willing to go into these positions, and we also need to make it tax friendly. Uh, I mean, any business that's going to come here, they're going to that's going to be first and foremost. Is it going to be tax friendly? Can I make a profit? If they can't do the if they can't do that, and they can't fill their manufacturing plant up with uh, 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 skilled Uh, staff uh, with you know just minimal requirements uh, of math and communication uh, then they're not going to bring these businesses back to Ohio they're going to be elsewhere
0: all right thank you and I completely agree and I'm sure you're traveling all over the state for your campaign I'm sure you can probably look out your window and see now hiring signs everywhere Um, after COVID obviously everyone quit their jobs and just ran away how are you going to encourage people to get back to work
1: well, we're going we're gonna to cut off the free monies. Uh, you know, welfare is a big part of our budget in this state, and it just needs to be, uh, it, it needs to end. Uh, if you're an able-bodied person, you need to go back to work, uh, plain and simple. And if you're not willing to go back to work, uh, at least here in Ohio, uh, your your belly's going to get empty. And I always say that uh, if you get hungry, uh, that will incentivize you to work for a living.
0: All right. I, can, I, I completely agree. We have to do something, and I, I agree with your approach. Um, what are your thoughts on the House Bill 6 scandal, obviously tanking the wine the administration, that big scandal, and nuclear energy and alternative energy in general?
1: Well, obviously we need to, uh, we, we need to keep on with, uh, the investigation where all these monies went. Uh, you know, we see Larry householder still, uh, out running around. Uh, nobody's been held accountable. Uh, DeWine was at the end of, uh, those monies also, um, his daughter was at the end of those monies, uh, receiving uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars for, for, uh, their campaigns, uh, a million dollars plus, uh, from, uh, from first energy. Um, you know, we need to reform campaign finance. Uh, I, I believe that you should not be allowed to take any money from PACs, super PACs, um, dark money where the, uh, the, where there's always strings attached. Uh, that's, that's the corrupt, uh, uh, world of politics and and how things uh, move in this state and and we're allowing it to happen. It needs to end. Um, uh, you should only be allowed to take uh, campaign uh, donations from individuals. Period. Um, that can be tracked. So, you know, nuclear energy. Uh, I do. I do believe there's a place for nuclear energy, but there's also a place for our natural resources, whether it's coal. Uh, oil, gas—I mean, we have an abundance of these uh, natural resources in this state, and I believe we need to utilize those. Also, we can't—we can't close those uh, types of energies down uh, and put a whole community out of work uh, for the sake of. Uh, uh, just saying that it's going to be better for for uh, for the world. Uh, I, I believe there's a way you can uh, uh, responsibly use those types of uh, resources. That they are clean resources, um, and uh, we just need to make those hard decisions and and keep up with fossil fuels because that we if 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 communities if if this country the politics if they think they can a hundred percent get rid of fossil fuels uh we are going to be in uh some issues uh trying to uh, fuel our economy
0: all right thank you and I, I agree we need to balance it you can't just ha- rely on one energy source or the other and while we're talking about energy how will you work on lowering gas prices for ohioans
1: <laughs> well uh what should be done currently? And actually, it should have been already done here a couple months ago. Um, our legislature, uh, with our governor, should have suspended the bill. Gu- the fuel gas tax um, just until uh, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel of uh, these prices going down right now, many working class Ohioans uh, single mothers uh, right now they're having to decide, do I fill up my gas tank or do I fill up my grocery cart? And they shouldn't have to make that decision. Uh, We, we, we need our legislators to move forward and, and just do what's right and help, help the working class in this state Um, but you know where are they i'm still waiting for somebody to say yes we care about you we're going to do something at least to try to help a little bit through this trying time all right thank
0: you for that and i know gas is gas and groceries as you mentioned are major things that need to be worked on so i appreciate your input there so now we're going to talk about a topic i wish we didn't have to talk about i wish i didn't have to bring it up but according to 2020 cdc data Ohio is ranked fourth in the nation for drug overdose death rates with 47.2 overdose mortalities per 100,000 Ohioans. What is your plan to end the opioid epidemic in Ohio?
1: Well, um, yeah, currently right now, uh, the state has failed in uh, trying to uh, uh, ward off uh, the opioid uh, emide- epidemic crisis. Um, their their, their uh, uh, logic is... Uh, just build more rehab centers. Matter of fact, if uh, the local uh, court system, municipality, community builds a rehab center, there's uh, quite a bit of monies that come back to uh, the local community. So uh, we're putting a band-aid on it. Uh, the the uh, success rate of actually rehabbing somebody who uh, is a drug user is, is nil. I believe it's like less than 2%. So it's not working what we're doing. Uh, The only way that we're really going to combat that is get rid of the drugs, Uh, take the drugs off the streets, Uh, quit letting the drugs be uh, funneled in uh, through the cartels uh, into Ohio. That's, that's, that's how we're really going to combat this. Uh, and it's going to have to it's going it, to it falls back to our uh, first responders, our law enforcement. We need to uh, we need to put together a, uh, a, a, a plan of attack. Um, and I believe this should start out with our uh, county sheriffs, uh, uh, f- put the funds in their hand to uh, uh, work with them, along with the state police. To uh, to combat uh, the 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 users, the peddlers, the the cartels that are actually uh, moving the product into Ohio, and and the dealers that are dealing it in the, in your local communities, we need we need to make a big noisy example of them. We need to be arresting them, and we need to throw them into prison uh and and throw away the key and and what that'll do is it'll just set a big a a big noisy example that if you come to ohio and think you're going to be in the drug trade uh you're going to go to prison and you're not getting you're not going to come back out um and if we make that an example uh i believe that uh we we will restrict uh a lot of drug usage in this state but that's that's uh it's it's just common sense that's where we need to start
0: say drug use is Drug use is a major problem in Ohio, so I'm glad you have a plan more than just, like you said, putting a band aid on the problem and actually addressing the problem itself. So, I'm sure you've seen in the news about all the attacks on our young people with education. Um, Lately, we've seen, let me see, lately, we we have seen an agenda to teach kids as young as five sexual education. (coughs) Lately, states like Florida have passed a parental rights and education bill, and the General Assembly has proposed one here in Ohio outlawing that practice. What are your thoughts on House Bill 616? as well as critical race theory in Ohio schools?
1: Well, um, taking the example from uh, Governor DeSantis uh, down in Florida, you know, he's he's doing a pretty uh, bang-up job down there. Uh, he's standing up against the uh, woke I- ideology, and that's what we need to uh, set forth here in Ohio. Uh, but, you know, they, they talk about not talking about uh, – uh gender ID and whatnot uh, from I believe kindergarten through third grade uh, I believe it needs to go further than that i, I you know I, I believe uh, you know if we're going to talk about this in the schools uh, it should be in high school not not third fourth fifth sixth graders uh, I, I think you need to be uh, older uh, to uh, have these conversations the the little kids uh, they don't they don't have the mental capacity to uh, to be able to uh, navigate these types of situations um, and we just need to put the real information out there that uh, the way God made it, uh, you can't, you can't choose your gender uh, identity. That's just the way it is. And um, this nonsense of what well, we're going to push that you can uh, has to stop. Uh, and under a Blystone administration, it will stop uh, uh, by all means.
0: All right. Thank you. And uh, continuing on education. Would you promote changes to or removing Common Core curriculum?
1: Absolutely. Um, uh, that's, uh, that, that has begun the demise of our public education uh, when Common Core uh, came about. Again, we're allowing the federal government to uh, uh, push this nonsense down our throat, uh, and hence uh, our children lose out in the public education. So we, we need to cut the strings uh, from the state – to the federal government. And I believe if we cut that string, uh, we uh, will do much better for our children's education. Uh, we also need to make sure that we are appointing uh, good conservative Christian uh, folks to the uh, state teacher school board. Uh, again, we have uh, every single appointee from Governor DeWine. Uh, they, they all support the BLM movement and all this woke uh, leftist ideology, um, which uh, is, is, is not good for our communities. It's not good for our children, uh, and it shouldn't be taught.
0: Thank you for that. And with public schooling, uh, what is your stance on funding public schools? Should we put more money or less money into the public school system?
1: You know, uh, we just keep on throwing more and more money at the school systems, thinking that w- that will uh, cure our education issues. And it's not. Uh, <clears throat> we we have failed our children. Uh Uh, Many, many youngsters that I employ the very first job, whether 15, 16 years old into my restaurant on the farm. uh, Again, they can't read an analog clock. They can't count change. Uh, They don't know how to communicate face to face without a a phone in their hand. Um, We need to be teaching them uh, uh, common sense education, things that they really need to know coming right out of uh, high school, how to balance a checkbook, how to manage money. Um, how to how to write a check, uh, you know how to communicate without a phone. Uh, these these are skill sets that uh, you know children need to know to be successful uh, uh, out in the real world, and 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 we're just not uh, teaching them these things. There's also a backpack bill down in Columbus that uh, I believe needs uh, passed. Basically, it sets up the uh, savings account for the child, wherever the child's being taught. Uh, If the child's in the public school system, the money's there. Uh, If you take your child out of the public school and move them over to uh, a private school, Christian school, what have you, the money moves with the child. Uh, When the public school now has to compete for every single uh, client walking through the front door, then obviously quality of education is going to go up. So uh, so that's uh, basically uh, holding the local school systems accountable. And uh, currently there is no accountability. It's currently the public school systems do whatever they want. Uh, and and hence uh, our public education has become indoctrination and not mm-hmm. and not so much education.
0: All right. Very true. And I uh, I agree with the backpack bill and everything like that. So with that. Um, what are your thoughts on unions such as the teachers unions that kept our schools locked down forever? Do you think there should be some sort of government regulation breaking those up in some way?
1: You know, I don't really have a problem with the teachers unions. Uh, I think the backpack bill will cure all the uh, demise of our public education. You know, it, it, it'll it make them accountable. Um, you know, if I, I don't have a pro- you want to be in a union, be in a union. Um, it, it makes no difference to me. Um, um, but... Uh, I do think uh, the the uh, backpack bill will do big things for uh, our education, and it'll hold the teachers' unions accountable uh, uh, to what they're pushing uh, in the local school systems.
0: All right, thank you. And my final question is just how can people learn more about you, get involved with your campaign, and contact you?
1: So uh, basically, they can go to uh, Blystoneforgovernor dot com. Uh, they can get on there and uh, go to the events page. They can uh, pull up an event, see where we're speaking uh, all over the state. Uh, they might have to drive a little bit. Uh, we're on the last, uh, last 20, 20 days or so uh, until May 3rd. Um, everybody needs to come out May 3rd. That's the, that's the do or die. Um, if we don't uh, win the May 3rd election, we're just kind of done. Um, And so is Ohio. So uh, if they uh, if they truly want representation, they want a true constitutional conservative to fight for them. uh, Then they need to show up May 3rd and vote Uh, for the folks out there that uh, they are not uh, really engaged and they don't know uh, about our election system. uh, The primary is an open uh, it's an open primary as long as you're registered to vote. Um, no matter what you're registered as, you can go in and you can ask for a Republican ballot and you can vote for Joe Blystone. So, uh, you can be a independent, a Democrat, what have you just go in and ask for a Republican ballot. And, uh, you know, get on our website, make a donation, uh, contact, uh, contact us uh, in your area if you want a sign to put in your yard, and get out there and speak, uh, speak about the Blystone campaign to uh, anybody and everybody uh, that you know, because we're running a grassroots campaign, and the way uh, folks find out about us is uh, just people talking about us, so uh, that's an important factor in this.
0: You heard him. It's BlystoneForGovernor.com. Joe Blystone, a candidate for governor of Ohio, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Good luck to you.
0: Thank you. Uh, Ohio, the primary election is on May 3rd, which is only 17 days away at the time of this release. Please go vote. My name is GOP Josh. This has been the conservative crusader. Make sure you check out Joe Blystone's website at BlystoneForGovernor.com and stay tuned.